0: Well, Blue Sox fans, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Glenn Hawke and great to bring you another episode of Blue Sox banter. Well, it's finally here. It is the morning of, uh, of season opener, December 17. And of course, tonight, our very first game, the Sydney Blue Sox taking on the Melbourne Aces. This much anticipated clash. It's hard to believe that the, uh, the offseason is behind us. We are just about there. And no better person to have a chat to this morning than the man who's uh, at the helm of the Sydney Blue Sox. The field manager Shane Barclay, Bucket. It's uh, as I said, mate. It's hard to believe that this off season is finally over, and we're just about to see some baseball.
1: It's been a challenging year, hasn't it? But it uh, it's all worthwhile this morning, isn't it? We're going to <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: Well, yeah, we're finally going to see some baseball, mate. How are uh, how have things been shaping up? How's the how's the feeling amongst the uh, the camp amongst the boys?
1: Oh look, I think i said it before. This is uh, this is just a different group. It is a fantastic group of human beings, Australians imports. Um, yeah, we got really good, we got really good feel. We got had a washout from training on Tuesday night, finished up in an indoor facility in Cronulla and, uh, just even the camaraderie around there when it was a late change that we had to move, you know, 50 kilometers, uh, Southeast from where we were due to due to train and, uh, everybody took it on the chin we were there together and, um, yeah love what we've got right now what's been the difference this year oh look i i think we've come just with a, a a basic new different attitude and um you know probably probably in fairness to the team my first year back last year when you've been in the wilderness for a fair while um i've had to make we've had to make some assessments and and changes and we all have and it's it probably changed the roster a little it's uh it's um, just, there's, there's just been little tweaks here, there and everywhere. And uh, I, think, I think we've got it right for the future of our club. And I suppose that uh, attitude
0: is a huge thing when it comes to, you know, sports and culture and, and, and teams. And, and obviously, you've got a very strong leadership group. As you said, the imports that have come in, they've really had to, you had to make sure you got the right guys to, to fit in with this ball club as well. And it really is the attitude of the players
1: that's, that's really shining here at the moment. It's finding a reason why. And it's it's uh, whenever there's a little bit of a adversity, and we've had a, a we've had some certainly had a good test of a of a team already this year with COVID and uh, you know it, various issues with with rainouts and 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 a number of challenges. And every time we've had a challenge, I think we've got stronger. Um, and that's all you can ask. We're finding a reason why. Now you um, talking of the roster. There's some um, announcements. Week
0: or so, but I suppose players who aren't going to turn up, and, and that's obviously left some holes uh, in the lineup in the pitching rotation, also in the catching position as well. So let's have a look
1: uh, through how
0: this squad's going to line up. Of course, the um, the roster was announced yesterday, but in terms of pitching, have you got a, an idea of where you're starting this um, this series? Who's going to be on the mound and what roles are they going to be playing?
1: Yeah, so uh, we've named our first three starters. Um, uh, Joshy Guy will start tonight. Um, Tomorrow night will be Lockie Wells, uh, at, with the changes that's happened. Adam Moller and the Met, uh, the Mets and Adam Oller, we've had discussions there, and he'll transition from probably an opener role on Saturday night to a to a starter as he gets more innings under his belt. Um, and we'll see what um, and, and and we'll keep up our sleeve what we're going to do on Sunday at this stage.
0: A nice promotion for for Josh Glyer as well, and we spoke uh, on this podcast earlier this. A couple of months ago about Josh's role and um, obviously one of the leaders in the ball club. But um, day four last year, but now uh, he must be he must be real thrilled to getting the first start here this season.
1: Yeah, for sure. He he is a leader. He is our uh, he is he is a, a leader. He he brings everything that we need to a club, including uh, uh, untold amount of energy. Um, I think it's fitting that he, he starts tonight um, where we've got that youth and experience blend and uh, just to have the experience lead us into uh, a, a hugely important year for us. I think, um, yeah, overall, he'll be fantastic for
0: us. And we spoke to to Lockie a couple of weeks ago as well. Obviously, one of the, the many players who haven't played a lot of baseball uh, in the last 12 months because of COVID and obviously a minor league
1: player having to come back. The young bloke must be itching to get out of the man as well yeah yeah i think he is and uh, that's probably reflected in uh if you followed his time at balkham hills leading up to this Just his preparation um here it's been it's been perfect um i'm expecting a a, a huge uh, a huge season from him uh and i as well as benefiting us usually i think it'll uh, you know, leap leap him into into another a great year overseas as well. Yeah, it really is a twofold um, season
0: for these these guys playing pro ball. Obviously, the the guys want to do well and be successful and aim to win a championship here in Sydney. But a, a huge part of that is is them preparing to go back and and have a, a big season internationally as well.
1: Yeah, look, I think it's always with, with with professionals. It's always what's in it for us and what's in it for them, and. Um, and my experience with Australian players over a long period of time, um, some people just use it purely, ha- have used it purely, I won't say selfishly, but that's been just just about them. Uh, and what I'd say is the players who have made it to the top, the Uses, the Hendricks, the, the Snellings, um, those sort of guys, they've owned playing in the Australian league when they've had an opportunity over the years. And they've been part of the team and they've been focused on winning. And I think that's all good well for them uh, in their big league careers uh, because they've had that love and ownership. They understand where their grassroots is. They understand where they've come from. And similarly with um, with players we've had previously, the Jason Phillips and Edmondsons that I've had in my career that have come over here and competed. Um, I think the ones that have, have really done that, done that and embraced that team atmosphere um, have had, as a rule, have had more success in the long-term overseas as well. Um, and, and this group we've got to, uh, of imports we've got overwhelmingly are focused on winning.
0: Yeah, tell us a bit more about these imports. Obviously, uh, I was down at training last week. I caught up with Adam Oller and, uh, and Cam Gibson and the little time I had with them. They, they were just absolute champion blokes. They were fitting in very well, nice and early. How have the the import guys fit into the
1: um into the squad so far, and how are they enjoying it? Well, what you've seen from them is probably you know uh, Mitchie's only been out for for three or four days. He was at training the other day. He's just embraced uh, everything, um, fitted in just perfectly. Uh, really focused on on getting his bullpens in, being prepared on this short notice after a COVID time to to contribute this weekend. Robson's just a legend, um, just wants to play. I think the fans are really, he's gonna be, become a real fan favorite, uh, and a team favorite. Um, so, um, poor, old, poor old Carlos is uh, just freshly out of quarantine, so we really haven't seen him in an official, uh, official function yet, but um, I've had a number of uh, chats with him over over the phone and um, and Zoom over the last few months, he'll fit in well as well. Mate, the other position that um, or one of the other positions has been a bit of a question mark
0: over has been around the catcher. We had um, Alvarez, the the Venezuelan who was coming out from the Mets. Unfortunately, he's heading back to Venezuela or probably has headed back to Venezuela now. Um, the catching role, where have we landed on,
1: uh, on that for this season opener? Yeah, look, we've got we've got six capable catchers in our squad, mm. um, and again. You know, every little bit of adversity that we've had um, creates opportunity. You know, we've got a, you know, we've got a couple of veterans in DeAntonio and um, and How, who can go behind there and and uh, do very very well. Um, we've got the future of the club, Jake Burns. We'll be careful and uh, and and import him into the um, this series and uh, this season uh, on a basis of what's best for us and what's best for him. Um, you've got Fullerton and Campbell knocking on the door. Young Jake Amos is one of the best talents um, in um, in Australian baseball, in my opinion. He's he's probably been a little bit of a underachiever. He's uh, so far at 22. He realizes that now he's just focused on taking um, and uh, one last opportunity. And I think. Uh, I think we're just going to throw them all in the middle and we'll get the result at the end and uh, see who swims. But uh, they all bring different assets to the club experience, great arms. Um, tonight, tonight will probably, uh, or, or will be Trent Antonio, the veteran. Um, he'll, um, he brings just everything that's been blue socks for, a, for, a, for for 12 years. And, um, He'll bring that. He'll bring that with Gaia and that experience, and it'll, it, it'll provide a lead-in for you know uh, the the two Jakes to, to get an opportunity at some other time in the uh, series and possibly Howie as well. I um I was speaking to Trent D'Antonio
0: last uh, last week down at training as well. I was stunned that he's uh, he's now thirty five. I remember coaching him when he against him when he was twelve year old kid. Uh, playing for Lauro, but he's um, been a great servant of this ball club for a long time.
1: He is. He bleeds the club, and uh, and his experience and and what he does off the park with helping other players and um, and providing input, it's just so valuable. And uh, he's he's just a natural leader in his in, in his own way, um, and. Um, yeah, look, I think we're going to see a big year from Trent. He's got uh, he, he he's got some uh, he's found some answers over the last year. He's got a big contribution left in this sport uh, and to our club, and I think people will be surprised this year.
0: Now, Trent only re-signed with the club um, in the last few days. Any truth to the rumour? The only reason it was delayed, he couldn't find a printer to print out his contract. <laughs>
1: You'd have to ask Trent. <laughs> You'd have to ask Trent that, but uh, technology's not he, well, always his friend. <laughs> Wait, he's, he's a very good baseballer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but on that, um, a couple of key signings this week as well. We had um, Max Brennan, Trent D'Antonio, uh, Todd Graden, and uh, Maddie Ray, all signing, all local guys. Um, a real boost for the ball club and also for the local guys coming into this series as well.
1: Yeah. Look again. Uh, again, I guess a. a with, with the you know we've lost two starters and a closer a month ago again that's a that's a bit of adversity um and what that's doing is providing opportunity and uh and Maddie Reyes and, and Gratz are both been around around the club for for a long long period of time um they've they've had good years they've had um, intermittent years. Um, and they've and they've had times when they've struggled. They're both a lot old, um a lot older, smarter, wiser um, Matty's really dominating state league at the moment and uh, deserves this opportunity thoroughly. Um, Grattan you know Grattan is just an inspiration. I think everyone in the club loves him anyway everyone who knows him loves him. um he loves the game so bad that you know. Last year was was looking like it could have been the end, and uh, we'd had a chat last year about moving to 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 subbies, and uh, he's um he's worked so hard on that, and he couldn't throw a strike. Uh, I would have said as late as May, he was really struggling to throw strikes with the change in uh, change change in arm angle. He's worked so hard, and I'm I think he'll uh, he'll have some times this year where he'll really benefit our club.
0: Yeah, I read some stuff this week about uh, about Todd and, and changing his, his pitching style. And is it was just all about trying to prolong his career?
1: Well, it certainly is. The velocity is, uh, you know, as you get older, the velocity wanes. You've got to find a new way of getting people out. And um, sometimes versatility and and um, offering something different in the middle of a ball game can be a very valuable um can be a very valuable asset to, you know, get in opposition hitters' minds. Um, Sorry. Um, And there's a train going through your uh, lounge room, I think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Look, to get in other people's minds, to just offer that, that different, different off speed, Um, might set up the next pitcher a a, a little bit uh, in, in, in some certain situations Um, might, might be just suited to, uh, certain hitters throughout the league but um he'll make a contribution and um it's been a huge commitment and huge dedication that's got him um to the quality he is right now
0: not the first um i suppose sydney national league pitcher to convert from a you know a traditional pitcher to a, a submarine pitcher i suppose the most notable one from years gone by would be uh, graham castle he really invent reinvented himself in the back half of his um his
1: career and then become a you know, an outstanding reliever for the Sydney Blues. Uh, yeah, Caso. I think Casso's loving this. He sees himself being reinvented <laughs> through uh, through Grats. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, has been around a little and and uh, and talking about it. But yeah, no, um, I, I I hope uh, I hope we get another five or six years out of uh, out of Grats the way we did out of Casso.
0: Now another player who we'll see on the mound this year is um is Zach Shepard also linking with the club uh, a city boy so himself started as a positional player and and playing over the states with the Detroit uh, in the Detroit Tigers system but um now moved from
1: positional player to the mound. Yeah, well, obviously, um, obviously um, Detroit didn't see um, didn't see for one reason or another the strength of the organisation or whatever that that um, Zach. Zach wasn't a fit in the field as much as he uh was, but I, you don't get that second opportunity to pitch uh much unless you've got a live arm unless uh, and unless you're valued uh in an organization as a person as well so that 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 speaks volumes to Zach and his dedication um i know he's been to the driveline facility in the last uh eighteen months as well to to work on things and uh, he looks very, very sharp at training, and I'd, I, uh, uh, I think you'll see some good things there this year too. Yeah, he's um he was an outstanding young prospect uh, in his early
0: years and he played sitting as a teenager. Um, so great to see have a, another chance at um at professional ball as a as a pitcher. Mate, I suppose we need to ask as well about um there's another bloke in the in the lineup who's been in and around the team, made a few headlines, Manny Ramirez. Um, How's Manny been around the group? I, when I was down there last week and saw him, he uh, he looked to just be fitting in very nicely as well. Just another one of the players.
1: Yeah, I, look, I, I think the best one of the best things is uh, has been just the way him and Rachel have worked together. Um, mm. You know, Rachel's doing a lot of instruction. Um, we're doing a lot of um, we've changed the way preparation for hitting is in this country. Um, or it's certainly in the Blue Sox organization, um, there's a different preparation. um, And the instruction that Rachel's been providing, Manny is just perfect with one or two or three words at the end of it to individuals, that naturally the younger guys just hang off every every minute. Um, So it's, uh, he's just been so valuable. He really is, the way he carries himself is so professional. Um, yeah, outstanding asset. And yeah, it it has been, a, a, yeah, one of the things that's been a Manny show for, um, for probably the last three months now. Um, and then you can just see from Tuesday on all of a sudden now it's, it's not a many show. It's a show about, I think we've got 34 contracted players of which 22 will take, um, take the field today. Um. And it's now all about one club and uh, everybody's equal. It's it's fantastic in that way. All right, mate, taking on the Melbourne Aces, the uh, defending
0: champions, have you had a chance to cast your eye over their lineup and what they're going to bring to the table this weekend?
1: Yeah, I think, look, it creates opportunity, doesn't it? You're probably looking at the New York Yankees there as far as uh, the quality of players, but those uh, the quality of players can be beaten. And, uh and, I can, we can't focus too much about them. We can only focus on being the best that we can be. Um, I'm confident that we're going to play as good as we can play, and uh, that's going to win a lot of ball games. And we'll take we'll take tonight's challenge. Uh, we'll, then we'll start again, and we'll take tomorrow's challenge. Um, yeah, look, they're, they're an impressive lineup. Um, we're an impressive team as well, so we'll worry about us.
0: And I saw um, one of the betting agencies. Not that we any of us uh, are going to be betting on baseball this season, but one of the betting agencies had uh, the Blue Sox as a uh, I think eight dollar
1: outsiders to win the championship this year. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll look, I don't mind a punt myself on the on the GGs, but uh, look, I, I I just think we focus on what we can do. So, uh, I th- I think we might surprise a few people.
0: But I know you're a manly, manly man as well, so no doubt you'd be taking the Desi Hazler uh, fly under the radar.
1: I don't know about flying under the radar, but it's it's always just about focusing on our club, and and uh, you know we'll do our intelligence on every club we play, but it's about focusing on us, not uh, as a group, not them, and uh, always done that. That's the uh, if if you want a tip there. My 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 annual hundred dollars goes mainly all up St Kilda, and I think it's a, a sure bet next year.
0: <laughs> Mate, you excited? You looking forward to it?
1: Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think it's just been so much hard work for everybody. I mean, you know, as well as as well as putting some hard earned in, Adam uh, Adam puts his heart and soul into this. Um, from from him to Chrissy uh, to me. It's just um, to, to, to all of our staff, to our players, the sacrifices we've made to get to where we are today. Um, we're going to be very proud when we walk on in this COVID year today, and I think Melbourne will be as well. And you know, the sacrifice of our imports who are, who, are, who are not going to be around their family at Christmas. Um, it, it's just everyone's making sacrifices, and it's going to be a very proud day today. Mate, we uh, we're
0: just about there for season opener. It uh, you must be really excited about uh, about the season ahead and the se- the season and the series ahead as well.
1: Yeah, well, look, I I think we all are. I think everyone and and there's two parts to this, and we we talked about it on Tuesday. You know, just what we've done to get where we've got, just to get this season underway. You know, the effort Adams put in, uh, the dot, obviously as well as he's hard earned. He's uh, he lives and breathes that he's put an immense amount of time in. Um, Chrissy coming back from maternity leave, putting so much hard hard work in. Our small team with Luke and you know the coaching staff, but particularly the players and the sacrifices they're making from from the imports that are away from home at Christmas to to the amount of time that um, these players are away from their family and and you know just getting little. Little curveball's thrown us all the way, and uh, so tonight when we uh, when we play that national anthem, we'll be the first deep breath and say, "We've got stage one done, and uh, you know we've got there now." Now it's time to switch to the, the stage two and start winning a whole heap of games with a with a with a bit of luck and hard work. All right, mate. I just hope the uh, the rain stays away
0: tonight. I know there's a little bit of forecast around Sydney, but. Uh, Fingers crossed that won't be an issue here tonight. But, uh, mate, to you and, and the coaching staff and to Adam, well done on on getting the ball club to the to the starting line. I know it'll be a, a big night tonight and uh,
1: go well for the for season one, or series one, sorry, against uh, the Melbourne Aces. Thank you. Thank you very much, Glenn, and thanks for your contribution to me, mate. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, mate.
0: Well, there he is, Shane Barclay, the field manager of the Sydney Blue Sox, and we do thank him for uh, giving us his time, the morning of the series opener against the Melbourne Aces tonight. Look, there is a little bit of rain forecast for uh, for Sydney and Western Sydney tonight. The forecast at the moment, though, is it will all clear up by around about six o'clock. So please get out there to Blacktown International Sports Park tonight. It will be an absolute beauty. The Sydney Blue Sox taking on the Melbourne Aces. The first of four games right across this weekend tonight and uh, and tomorrow night. So that's Thursday, Friday, both getting underway at seven pm. On uh, on Saturday, it's a six thirty start. And then on Sunday, an afternoon match, that one getting underway at 12.30. But look, everything you need to know about the game uh, and about uh, the series, the club, merchandise, everything, go to sydneybluesox.com.au. Now, if you can't go to the ballpark this year, for this season, or this year for whatever reason, you can catch all of the Sydney Blue Sox games streamed live. Go to sportsflickglobal.com, streaming service for the Sydney Blue Sox. Sign up there. Also, a really special discount for all Sydney Blue Sox fans. Go online to, and use the the, uh, the discount code Manny. You'll get 50% off first month subscription as well. So sportsflickglobal.com. Check it out. Make sure you miss, don't miss any of the action for the City Blue Sox this year. Well, that wraps it all up for our very special season preview with Shane Barclay. Thanks very much for joining us. Hope to see you out there at Blacktown International Sports Park. In the meantime, go the Blue Sox. We'll catch you next week. Blue Sox band. Blue Sox Banter is a Karas Communications production hosted by me, Glenn Hawke, for the Sydney Blue Sox.